Hello everyone, this is Sashay Away with Barry, and I am back in the bathtub. And I was lazy, so I just put a towel on my head because I didn't want to put a wig on. But I got my lips going in this lovely blue. I got my earrings dangling. I got my lovely P-Town shirt on. And we are ready to go. We're just waiting for some people to come in. So let's talk about what I did this yesterday and today. Um, I worked today, which is no fun. Um, it was a rough day. So I have my cocktail with me today in my little me, ma me glass and my metal straw, saving the environment. Um, and I am sipping on my cocktail because it was quite a work day today. Um, I'm tired of fighting with people and, um, that's all I can say about it. Um, that's why I'm drinking a cocktail right now. Um, I forgot it last night when I got in the tub, but I am here now with it on the ledge of the tub. Um, we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race season one, episode three, the queens of all media. But first, I'm going to tell you what happened last night. Um, I took part in the PEG um, Digital Drag Fest 2020 last night, and I saw Benda La Creme, which was amazing. She is such a fun performer. She had some minor technical difficulties. Um, there was a lot of digitization um, on her. I don't know if it was her connection or if it was just, it was kind of, yeah, it was weird because it was like when she was close to the, super close to the camera or far away from the camera. Other than that, it was fine. Um, so I don't know if it was just her connection or what she was shooting it on, if it was her phone, a laptop, whatever it was. Um, but it was really, really fun. She did two costume changes um, in the half hour that I saw her. And she did, she talked a bit and then did four numbers, one from each of her um, cabaret shows. Um, I've seen all but one of them, I think. Um, so that was exciting. Um, I got to see that. And she did a number for her upcoming one that is going to be on tour once this whole thing is over, which I saw in Provincetown last summer. Um, I think it's called Ready to Be Committed or something about that. And it's about getting married. Um, so she did. That was her closing number. It was really fun. Um, I highly recommend you take advantage of these, the digital drag fest. They, I, this is my third one. I saw Nina West. I saw Alaska. And this was Benda La Creme. Um, coming up this weekend, I think, on Friday. One, two, three. No, Saturday afternoon, I am uh, going to be watching uh, Divina Do Campo. And then on Saturday afternoon, I have Bag of Chips. So I'm very excited about that. Um, they are winding down uh, for the ones that I have. So I may have to purchase some more because I'm really, really enjoying them. Um, I've also purchased the Work the World digital tour that is going to be happening, hosted by Bianca Del Rio and Lady Bunny. Um, so that is exciting. I believe that is also that Saturday night, I think at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Um, it, the last I saw was $10 for it, um, which is a super, super bargain. It may have gone up. I'm not sure how long that $10 discounted rate was available. Um, but go check it out. It is being done, um, I can't remember who's putting it on, but it's the people that do work the world. Um, maybe Voss Events, I believe it's Voss Events. So just go to VossEvents.com and you should be able to find it right there. Um, and, uh join me. I'll be in the, I'll be in the room so we can chit chat with each other. 
Um, but let's just get right into RuPaul's Drag Race Season 1, Episode 3, Queens of All Media. We lost the wonderful Miss Tammy Brown um, on the second episode. Um, she kind of gave up and didn't even bother lip sync. Um, I think she was done. This was not her thing. Um, but she did come back for All Stars 1. So I mean, it was her thing. I don't know. Um, and she still shows up at all the drag cons, which I love. And I see her at every single one. Pardon me, I'm taking a sip of my cocktail. Um, and the seven Marini queens um, are told that this week they have to do a media challenge where they are going to emulate uh, Miss Oprah Winfrey. And this is not an impersonation, it is just an emulation. They are supposed to take the, the persona of Oprah and make it their own. Um... Chanel is thinks she has it in the bag. This is her challenge. She's the biggest Oprah fan in the room. Um, and so she's already thinks she's got this one. That is always a bad sign for a queen when they think they are the best at something because it never works out that way. Nina Flowers is a little worried because she's never seen Oprah. Uh, she doesn't know much about her. Um, I don't Maybe they don't get it in Puerto Rico or maybe they just don't care. Um, I don't know. Um, so she does, she knows who Oprah is, but she's never actually watched the show. So she's a little worried about that. She also has, um, a little bit of an English problem. She's not the best, um, English speaker out there in the world, but you know, she's fine. I didn't even turn my light on. Hold on one second. There we go. Oh my God, that's so much better. Um, sorry about that for those who are watching. Um, that was a mistake on my part. Um, and now my lips look really good. Not gonna lie about that. Um, sorry for all of you that are just listening to the podcast. You can't see me. Uh, if you go on my Insta story um, at sashayawaywithberry.com, it will be there because I do post these once the videos are done. So you can see it there. You can also see it on my YouTube page, um, which is bhbrown13. I will post it on my website under the drag news section, um, which is sashayawaywithberry.com. My teeth look really yellow. I hope that's not what they really look like, <laughs> but they probably do. Um, I drink a lot of tea. I don't drink coffee, so it's not coffee stains. Um, it must be tea. Um, or I just have gross teeth, um, but that I don't because they're actually pretty healthy now. Um, but that's fine. Anyway, so Nina is worried. Um, Jade is taking it very literally and is starting to paint herself in kind of a black face. Um, Jade is some form of Hispanic. I think she might be Puerto Rican as well, but lived here in the States. Um, but she is painting herself black and the Queens tell her to stop, um, that they just, she just has to emulate her, not impersonate her. Um, so she does, she takes her whole face off and redoes it. Um, they get to pick out costumes from a bin that's supplied to them and then they, or they can make their own. Those are the choices. They make a lot of their own costumes on season one, which I love because that is the drag that I know. Um, and the only person that's actually making one is Rebecca Glasscock. She's going to make her own costume because she didn't like the garbage that was given to her, apparently. Um, I don't know. It was fine. Uh, the challenge is in three parts. They have to do three different stages of Oprah, and that is when she was a anchor woman in Georgia, I think. I'm not sure. 
um, Georgia or Mississippi, one of those states. Uh, she was an anchor woman on the news, and so they have to read from a teleprompter. Um, this is the first time this has ever been done. It is always a disaster because they try to fuck them up with really, really, really hard words. Um, so it's not the best scenario for them. But that's fine. It's all good. Um, they're going to read from the teleprompter. The next is to sell products, uh, like Oprah did on her show for her My Favorite Things. And the third task is going to be interviewing a secret celebrity couple. Um, and it turns out to be Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott. Uh, I don't think they're married anymore. Um, but they were at the time. Um, and they have a bunch of kids. They have a lot of sex. Um, great. They had a TV show. It was called Tori and Dean something or other reality show. And Tori was there to talk about her book, Storytelling. Like Tori Spelling, but Tori Storytelling. Um, the teleprompter was pretty much a mess. Um, I thought actually Rebecca Glasscock probably did the best at it. Um, they really liked uh, Bibi Zahara Benet's teleprompter, which she was fine. She spoke really eloquently and slowly. Um, she, you know, the words, when they give them the crazy, crazy words from around the world, everyone stumbles. Uh, Nina Flowers just made me laugh because she couldn't pronounce anything, and that was amazing to me. Um, Chanel thought she did great, but it was fine. It wasn't outstanding, but it wasn't terrible uh, for that part of it. And then they have to sell some products, and the only standout for me was, oh, that's not, oh, Aunt China was really good, too. She was really good um, at the teleprompter challenge, and she made herself look like Connie, um, Connie Chung, and she even says that when she's like, I'm Connie Chung, um, which I don't know what nationality Aunt China is. Um, maybe she's Chinese, and that's great. But I know that there has been a lot of talk about uh, co-opting the cultures. Um, sometimes the Asian people get a little pass of it. Manila Luzon did not. They did not like her doing um, the Asian stereotypes. But she is Asian. She's Filipino. Um, so um, I don't know what Aunt China is. Uh, so she was really, really funny. And the Connie Chung thing made me laugh a lot. Um, I don't know if anyone is even, no one's in this room, so I don't know if it's even recording. I hope it is. Um, if not, it's all going to be on my podcast because that is recording. Um, they had to sell things and Angina did a really good job of this. And it was a hair dryer that they were, that they showed. There was also another product. I can't remember what it was. Um, but the only one to watch was Nina Flowers. She was so funny. She had this crazy Afro wig on. Um, and <laughs> she she held the hairdryer to her face and she said, she just turn it on and blow. Shh. And then she made the sound effect. It was wonderful. Um, Angina dried her armpits with it. Um, Babies did a different one and I can't think what it was. Um... I can't think what it was, uh, but it wasn't anything special to me, but it was fine. Uh, the last task was to interviewing, and this was kind of the big one, because this is what they showed for everyone. Um, uh, Akasha didn't even bother to get up when they came in. She made them lean down to, to give her a kiss, um, and then when it was over, she didn't even say goodbye to them. She just walked off. It was terrible. 
terrible. She would have been fired on the spot if that had actually been her job. Um, BB was fine, and she was very personal, and she asked good questions. Chanel was awful. Awful, awful, awful. She talked over them. She asked, like, 12 questions in a row without them even answering one of them. Um, yeah, just not not a good interviewer in it. She thought she did a great job, of course, because she's going to win this challenge. That was what she told us at the beginning. Um, but it was really, really bad. Angina was great. Rebecca was great. Rebecca put her hand up like this to talk to them, like she was actually cared about them really good. Uh, Nina Flowers was just funny because English is clearly not her language. Um, she made a reference that Tori had HIV when she was supposed to be saying hit TV, um, which was really, really funny. And Dean kind of played along and it was just real. it was really amusing. Um, but she fixed herself and it ended up just be making her more endearing. Um, so that was good. We had Two guest judges, Howard Bragman, who I have no idea who that is. Um, he's somebody in Hollywood, but makes, makes no difference to me. And also Deborah Wilson from Mad TV. And she did the Oprah character on that show for, I believe, eight seasons. Uh, so they are our guest judges. Um, and then we watch all the videos that are there for them. And I'm trying to think what the runway theme was. And I can't think what it was oh it was your best drag it was come out as your best drag um and that's what chanel did she came out in a big snake head um boobs out um and a in a little body skirt um it was a gorgeous gorgeous showgirl look which is what she gives us every time um but it wasn't enough to save her she ended up in the bottom too um blah 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 um the judges picked um, Bibi Zaharbonne as the winner of the challenge. Uh, I don't remember what she wore on the runway. I'm sure it was that gigantic hair that she still wears to this date. She wore it on All Stars 4. She wears it any anytime I see her at Drag Crown, she's wearing it. It's gigantic. Um, the big lion mane, it's, she wears it in the Rakatitikata video. Um, and so that is the hair that she wore. And I think it was, she wore jungle print as well, um, like a bodysuit kind of thing, um, which is her signature. Hi, Ryan! Um, Ryan, I just announced your queen winning the challenge. Uh, Miss Bibi Zahara Benet winning uh, the challenge, the Oprah challenge. What do you have to say about that? I'm going to have a sip of my cocktail. She's not even paying attention to me. Let me wave at her and see if I get her attention. Um, but our bottom two is Chanel and Akasha. This is Akasha's third week in a row in three episodes to be in the bottom. Um, so it's kind of the kiss of death. Um, three times lip syncing is, is basically the norm that you're going to go home. Um, our song is The Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. And I think they both actually did a good job with this song. But Chanel's big headpiece comes off. She rips it off. She rips her boobs off. Um, it was kind of a... It was supposed to be her vulnerable moment because they keep telling her that she's not vulnerable. Um, so it was her vulnerable moment, and that is the way it is. Um, so we say goodbye to Akasha. Um, 
and she will not be missed. Um, she's kind of had a bad energy on the show, and that is that. That's all I have to say. Ryan, are you listening? Hello, Ryan. I'm waiting. Ryan's ignoring me. Um, I hope he's getting a cocktail. Maybe he's taking a poop. I don't know. But she's ignoring me. She's the only one here. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about Drag Race Season 12 um, for a moment. And I'm going to try to pull up something online. Give me a moment. Um, Because this week is Snatch Game. And if you haven't seen it already, uh, the first, like, six minutes are out of this week's episode. And... I am going to try... Not loving hip-hop. Thank you. Nope, not Cardi B either. RuPaul's Drag Race, season 12. Watch act one. I'm going to play this and you're going to get to hear along. So enjoy a little bit. Here we go, everyone. Poor Heidi in closet. She is. She can send them all home. Feel about being towards the bottom. I was shook, honestly. I don't know why I was in the bottom, and I don't know why, honestly, why my scene partner wasn't in the bottom with me. Again, we're doing this again. Why does she get a free escape when all of our stuff was together? All we can do is try to bring what the judges are asking from us specifically. Just because Britta views herself as a strong competitor and is upset that she is in the bottom this week, she feels like somehow that's my fault. Look, we all were great in this challenge. There is no mother freaking excuses anymore. So you better be on your P's and Q's. This is not RuPaul's excuse race, man. Let's go. Amen. Um, this Brit and Ada thing is making me crazy. If they don't live against each other, it's all going to be for nothing. I don't want to have to continue going through this competition in those moments feeling good about myself just to have other people like tearing me These bitches have been coming for me from day one. Honestly, I'm not here for it. So, quiet Aiden. 
isn't going to be quiet for much longer. At the end of the day, it is what it is. All yeah. we can do is slay. There's 10 girls left in this competition. It's time to step up my game because I am not satisfied with just being safe now. I really if just want to hear who they're the doing top, the first match well game. Get packing. Oh, Gigi whipped her hair and a wig came off. It was not pinned down or glued down at all. One year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills Cosmetics and a cash prize of $100,000. With extra special guest judges, the stars of Mean Girls, Daniel Franzese and Jonathan Bennett. Oh, Jonathan Bennett is so cute. She didn't. They do this every season. Come on, Widow. I just want to find out who these queens are doing. I hope they're going to tell us. Yes, me too. The game shows the drag queens at their celeb impersonation best. Or not so best. Brita, what are you thinking of doing? Jennifer Holiday. Jada, what about you? All right. Cardi B. Widow put on the crazy wig. You can't tell by the hair? No. It looks like Tina Turner. Her. Thank you. Oh. Someone's cultured in this That bitch. is not a Tina Turner wig, first <laughs> of all. Doing, when you I see this, you will can't. you will agree with me. Widow's doing Tina Turner, but then halfway through she wants to do Ike Turner. But I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's like a good a idea either. Situation. Luckily, I did good in the last improv, so hopefully I can continue my, my improv career. Yeah, I was in the top group that week, but as my uh, sisters in that group liked to say, they carried me through. Yeah, they so. did say that, didn't they? Oh, and Sherry Pie had on a weird gray wig. I am doing Patricia Quinn. Who? She played Magenta in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh my god, really? She's like an old kooky woman now, so... Are you playing the old her or the new her? The more current old her, yeah. She's somebody that I, I, I've i met personally and I've had lunch with. Really? Oh, okay, cute. I hang out with my mom doesn't mean she's funny. Good luck, bitch. Because she doesn't have any scene part. Sorry. This one. Um, that was kind of weird, um... I don't, I, I don't understand what Aiden's doing. Um, I know who Patricia Quinn is now. I would not have known her from her name. Um, but she was Magenta in Rocky Horror Picture Show in the movie. Apparently Aiden has had lunch with her. Um, she's going to play the older version of her. No one's going to know who that is. No one knows who she is. No one's going to know by that name. 
Um, so she's going to have to spell it out for everyone. Um, it's not going to work, I don't think. Uh, Britta doing Jennifer Holiday. I don't know what she's going to do for that either. Um, Jennifer Holiday doesn't really have any catchphrases. If she's just going to sing And I'm Telling You from Dreamgirls. I don't know. Maybe this is, this is the episode. Maybe we get Britta and Aiden lip sync against each other finally. But who will go home? That's really kind of all people care about right now. Um, I think people are wanting Aiden to send Britta home because of the way she's kind of been bullying her. Um, but I don't know that Aiden can win a lip sync. And I think that's why she hasn't been in the bottom two yet. Uh, because they weren't didn't want to send her home because she's causing all this drama in the workroom. Um, with the girls, so they they kept her around for that. Um, but her time may be up this week. Um, Widow doing Tina Turner and then maybe switching to Ike Turner um, sounds like a bad move. Um, we had a Tina Turner before. Shangela did it. Um, she did okay. It wasn't great, um, but it was passable. Um, when you watch this, this wig that Widow put on is does not remind me of. T- it's literally like a big ball on her head. Um, it makes no sense. No sense at all. Um, and I think that's all we heard. Oh, no. Jada is doing Cardi B. Again, is she just going to be going, oh, the whole time? Is that going to be her answer for everything? Um, what else does Cardi B do? Nothing. Um, she has a census commercial out now, but that wasn't out when this aired. Our moon when this was taped, so I don't, I'm, she has a Pepsi commercial. Um, but that's also about the occur. Um, so yeah, I'm worried about these ones that I've heard so far. So far, nothing has excited me. Um, Sherry P. Pie had on this weird, like, grandmotherly gray wig. Um, I thought she would do something crazy. Um, and like old school, like Betty Davis. Um, I heard Willem, I think said on the podcast, um, or maybe it was Alaska, one of them said Ethel Merman, which would have been genius, um, because she could have pulled Ethel Merman's voice out. She could have been quoting uh, Valley of the Dolls. She could rip her wig off at one point and say, I'm going the, I'm going out the way I came in. Um, yeah, it, Ethel Merman is a genius choice. I hope that is what Sherry Pie does. Um, but that's all we got. We didn't get anything else. So I don't know who anyone else is doing. Um, that's it. It was it was a really, really quick tease. I'm looking at it now. It's five minutes and 26 seconds. You can go watch it. It's on VH1's YouTube page right now. Um, so go and enjoy that. That's all I have for today. We are out of here really early because no one jumped in to talk to me today. Ah! I'm all by myself still. I got all made up in this beautiful towel, my earrings and lips for no one. Um, no one to watch. Ryan jumped in, but I think he jumped right back out or got disconnected. But... He never came back. Um, so goodbye to Ryan. He's on my shit list right now. Um, didn't want to talk to me at all. Um, but I will be back again tomorrow night. Uh, we're going on to episode four. I have to go watch it right now because I have not watched it yet. Um, but that's it. I will be back next tomorrow at 730. Talk to you then. Bye.